everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. So glad that you're joining us today. I hope you got up today excited about the things of the Lord and what plans He's made for you today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Got to well, be well, thankful. Yes, we do got to be thankful. <laughs> but we're going to jump right into the Word today. We've uh, we gave you announcements about conference and stuff yesterday. Just hope you keep those things in mind. And and uh, two, also, we want to ask that you do uh, maybe leave us a review or something like that. Maybe share the podcast on Facebook or something uh, with some of your friends so we can try to get the word out. Uh, we're looking today, going to continue what we were talking about out of Colossians chapter 3 and 12. We got into offenses, and the last part of that verse is where he said, Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. And uh, we got to looking into that. And, uh, well, do be- you want to read that verse? <laughs> yeah, um, the one in Colossians there? Yeah, Colossians 3 and 12. Yeah, because this is really a subject that uh, we have dealt with over our years of ministry so many times. But Colossians 3 and 12 in the Passion says, You are always and dearly loved by God. Thank God for that, first of all. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep that in mind as we read the rest of this verse. So robe yourselves with the virtues of God, since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others. Be compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Then he ends this this verse right here by saying, Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. And... There is usually where we come up with why. Well, we even gave the definition yesterday about the offenses. Offenses means that there's a snare, there's a trap, and sometimes we take the bait. That's exactly right. (laughs) And it sounds almost impossible to be unoffendable, but the work of the Holy Spirit, and, you know, as we mature in the things of God, uh, you know, we look at not to take the bait. That Actually, the word offense is there in Luke 17 and 1. It says it's impossible, but offenses will come. So, And we also discuss that when it even talks about offense, it always has take offense before it because it's something you have to take before an offense can be in your life. And, and in that word in the Greek, offense, it was the Greek word scandalon, and it means a trap stick or a bent sapling and we told you in the last podcast that was just a trap set, uh, so you could try to be caught. <laughs> well, my my uh, version of that was is getting your buttons pushed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just pushed my buttons, or they rubbed me the wrong way. And the only way I said about getting your buttons pushed, you don't want your buttons pushed. Don't expose them. Well, Keep you them know, covered. What? I've said over the years, and I say it, I say it in jest, but the truth is. When you get anointed, it means to rub in. So when you're getting rubbed the wrong way, you're just getting more anointed. Really, more and more anointed coming <laughs> That's what's your way. place in your life. Well, you know, I was thinking about that in in uh, Luke chapter 17, where Jesus is talking to his disciples. Now, let's think about this for a second. He's talking about his disciplined ones. <laughs> He's trying to help them to learn that it's. He said. He said it's impossible. These are going to come at you. And he said, but you have to be at a place where you have to remain unoffendable. 
That's right. They were spreading a, a gospel that people had not heard before. So it was, we think we get offended with stuff. We didn't face anything like the early church did. Well, when we talk about being offended by things, it's so trivial in some of the things that we take up for an offense. I mean, somebody could not look at us the right way or somebody didn't shake our hand or, I mean, well, I've had all these conversations in 30 years of pastoring yes. uh, with, with Every, people. Many times. And, uh, you know, they're, they're offended. They're not showing up anymore at church or, you know, they start missing and you call and find out when you have a conversation, it's over something as silly as something like that. Yeah. Well, they look, they didn't look at me the right way or they didn't shake my hand. Nobody talked to me. You know, and we just take offense for absolutely no reason. What was that old and saying? We, well, when we do that, we're taking the bait. We're taking the bait. What was that old saying that, uh, we? well, we've said it before, that somebody will do somebody wrong and then they break up with God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's his fault, you know. That, well, I'm not going to serve the Lord. I'm not going to go to church because so-and-so did me wrong. Listen, you go to work and people have done you wrong. And you, you don't quit working. You know? It's right. just, I mean, it's just crazy to me that some people will make that statement and they'll stop going to church instead of dealing with the issue. Yeah. And so I think we need to, we're going to start scratching the surface a little bit about how do you actually deal with an offense? Because the truth is you can't just walk away. I mean, you can walk away from, you know, de-escalate a situation, but I'm talking about walking away from uh, well, if you've been situations, offended, you know? If you've been offended by something, someone, the Bible gives some instruction about what your responsibility is in that. Now, I mean, you can't just walk away with an offense and never let the person that offended you know that they offended you because they might not ever know that they offended you. It could be something. I've had, I've had that happen to me. Yeah. People come and tell me, well, you offended me. Well, what did I do? I don't even know what I did. Yeah. You know, but in Matthew chapter 18, we'll, we'll just kind of start on this. But this this is something we have to realize that we have to guard our hearts against offense. But in Matthew 18, it says, if your fellow believer sins against you, and that means an offense, you must go to that one privately and attempt to resolve the matter. Now, that's first step. That's the first step. A lot of times, the first step is never taken. Number one, here's here's one of the excuses. Well, they won't hear me anyway. You know, that's an excuse. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to try to fix it because I, I know their attitude, and I know that's not what the word says. He didn't say, well, you judge this and see if their attitude is right or your attitude is right. He said, you get it right in yourself. And if, if that person has done something against you, you need to go to them, but you don't need to be taking a whole crowd with you. That's you right. go privately to try and resolve the matter. Well, King James Version talks about you go alone. Alone. You know, you, you go alone, You're brother to brother or or ever who the situation is is with, and you deal with it that way. Most of the time, we don't do it because we deal with not wanting to be confrontational about anything. Mm-hmm. Or, and sad to say, a lot of times we're looking for an excuse to make an exodus in a situation, either from a relationship or from a church. Yes. But, uh, you know, 
we've got to, we really need to follow after what the Word of God says. Well, you know, relationships are hard. If you think that being in relationships are just going to be very easy, it's not. Number one, you got to deal with yourself. <laughs> Don't think that you're just the easiest one to deal with, but you have to, you have to work at relationships. So, you know, we'll leave you, we'll leave you with that thought today. And we're going to continue on with this little bit of study because we really want to try to help for all of us to get to a place to be unoffendable. Yeah, because the thing about it is, Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17, what it will do is it will solve a lot of issues. I call it preventative medicine. Amen. Because it keeps you from getting into the trap of offense, and it hurts you more than it hurts anybody else. So we love you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a blessed and thankful Thursday.